Welcome to the Automotive Diagnostic Podcast. We're going to explore ways to sharpen our diagnostic skills, find learning resources, and hear from experts in the automotive field. What's going on, automotive world? Welcome to another episode of the Automotive Diagnostic Podcast. My name is Sean Tipping, and I'll be your host once again for this week's episode. Thank you for joining me. On the show today, I have Don Smazel and Kyle Buell. They were on the podcast about, or I should say exactly six months ago, uh, we talked about entrepreneurship, uh, specifically in the mobile diagnostic and programming world. Um, both Don and Kyle had uh, recently started uh, out on their own with uh, mobile programming diagnostic ADAS keys, and they were pretty early on uh, in that venture, uh, and myself included, at least going full-time. And we had talked about regrouping six months later and kind of seeing where everybody's at, what we've experienced, what's new, share some stories, all that good stuff. Uh, So they're back and we're going to do exactly that, Uh, just get together and kind of talk about our experiences growing a business and out there in the exciting world of mobile. So I enjoyed this talk quite a bit. Hopefully you will as well. With that out of the way, let's jump in. Good evening, gentlemen. How are we doing? Good. How are you? Doing great. Can't complain. We, uh, I was looking, we talked last time six months ago. It was, uh, June or July or late June or early July or whatever. But, um, I know we had talked about getting back together, uh, regrouping, uh, cause all three of us, you know, pretty early on with, uh, starting businesses, entrepreneurship, and just getting out there and kind of wanted to get back together, regroup, and see how everybody's doing after half a year uh, out there grinding and see where everybody's at. So here we are. Yeah. Here we are. We made it. (laughs) Yeah. We're all still alive. Check. Yeah. What's new? What's happening? Go first, Kyle. Well, uh, got a, a five-month-old uh, baby at home, and um, yeah, congratulations! Uh, the short story, That's awesome. They, yeah, thanks. Uh, the short story, I guess, with how things have grown, um, I'm no longer rolling around in my Jetta. As I started, I would <laughs> got a Dodge Caravan that I've outfitted that I've already outgrown. Uh, I'm looking towards getting a Transit van or a Sprinter, hopefully by mid-year uh, this year. Uh, the reason being is I've picked up a lot more ADOS, a lot more programming. Um, so just more equipment, need more space, need to be able to carry more. So when I get a call or, you know, just arrange my day a little better rather than like, okay, I can bring this target this day cause it fits. And then I have to bring this, this day. And, you know, this just a lot more, uh, organizing it. It's getting tougher as, a just, you know, the only one for, uh, Volta, <laughs> The only one doing it, you know, uh, no plans to hire anyone though. It would be super nice. I can definitely see the benefit, but, uh, you know, 
I haven't navigated that enough to, or mapped it out or planned it enough to see how that would work out yet. Yeah. That's, that's a whole, whole, uh, that's a whole other ball game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, in the, okay. So caravan, what would ADAS equipment are yeah. you using that fits that you're able to move around in something like that? Cause I'm, I've, that's my, that's one of my goals for 23 is ADAS stuff. And I'm trying to figure out how I want to do it. Yeah. It's quite a trendy topic. Um, as I've seen, and, uh, I jumped on board, uh, did some training. I've got a friend here who does windshields and I basically just was under his wing <laughs> for a few months as he did. He taught me kind of the ropes of ADOS and whatnot. Um, so I bought the, I guess the tried and true Autel kit, uh, the most, I guess, familiar and most recognized aftermarket kit. Uh, just the MA 600, the mobile stand with, uh, it's just a basic lane departure warning kit. Uh, and then I also bought the additional okay. uh, radar radar kit, the Cal Kit 3, which covers Nissan, Volkswagen, Audi, comes with a, uh, a night vision calibrator and uh, the Doppler box, which isn't necessary for some Audis and Volkswagens on their blind spots. Some uh, Mazdas, you can actually do use the Doppler box rather than the reflector, which is pretty okay. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, I carried around in the caravan. Uh, it's not set up. I bought the Autel cases for it as well. So the, the, the arm itself folds up into like a, a C and it, it sits in a canvas case. And then the center beam has its own little case. Uh, the big Dorito shaped base has a case, but I mean, that's just a solid plate of steel. I don't put it in a case. And what I do is I tuck it all in and kind of bungee it into the caravan okay <laughs> behind behind my packets gotcha <laughs> yeah so it's it's it i make it work you know uh nothing falls over when i turn real fast or i you know break really hard so doing all right yeah you're always waiting like if you got to slam on your brakes like listen like oh it's gonna come loose or fall no, over or whatever <laughs> yeah that that's primarily what i think about so I got the packet thing screwed to the floor and just click them in. And, yeah. Do you use the Milwaukee it's, it, it ones? It seems to be like, yeah, I was going to say it's maybe I'm just, I like jumping on the trendy train. Um, but I mean, <laughs> I, I like the packets. They're, they're convenient. They work. They latch down good. So yeah, it's uh, good quality stuff. Yeah, it's good quality. Yeah, I was actually looking at some of those because I don't have any pack outs right now. I've kind of been, what? I was I was doing some different things, working with like some different bags and some different setups, and I'm still trying to figure out exactly what works best. But I they're on special right now at Home Depot, so I was thinking about getting some. Yeah, highly recommend. Yeah, it. dude, you can't go wrong, man. Uh, I mean, I got a yeah, I got a stack in the van and then a stack in the garage and. They're great. Uh, it's always one of those things, like a new one comes out, and it's like, hmm. Then you buy it, and then you like rearrange everything, and then, then you got a whole another setup just sitting there not doing anything, and it's like, okay, well, yeah, that wasn't very good. That wasn't very smart of me, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a few extras just hanging around. Cool. What about you, Don? What's new? Um. Well, uh, my wife joined me full-time uh 
she quit. Well, she left her field. So she was in investments. Uh, she's been in finance for, man, 15, 16 years. Okay. Uh, and I just, I got to the point, man, where it's like, I, you know, I'm blowing and going all day, you know, running around, going from shop to shop. And then, I mean, you guys know how it's like. You come home and then you still got to invoice and you got to find connectors or buy keys or find, do your research, clone modules, modules fix things, yeah. whatever, whatever it is, you know, the, the after hour stuff that a lot of people don't normally see. Um, oh, yeah. So I got her on board and she, man, talk about a relief off my shoulders. It's been huge. Um, we just started this year. So I, we did, we just finished a month. So within the month, teaching her obviously the jargon. I mean, she knows absolutely nothing about automotive. Okay. Um, so teaching her the jargon, like, hey, when someone calls and say they have a 6L80 that they just put in. You know, what is that, right? Like, is it a Ford? Is it a GM? Like th those things. And of course, asking the questions, right? The questions we we normally ask, right? Does the module communicate? Can you talk to the scan tool? Is it a used module, new module? You know, all those little details, right? All the teaching her when to ask these questions. Um, you know, and then obviously the shops, obviously learning who she is, because now when they call, she's answering the phone. I'm not. And the whole goal, of the, the goal of her position is going to be She's dispatch essentially. So when the phone rings, you get her a hundred percent. You're not speaking to me directly. Every, you know, she'll relay the message to me. And then if I feel like it's worth the phone conversation for me to stop what I'm doing and give them a call, then I'll, I will do that. Um, and I'm in the process of trying to figure out how I can get, uh, any calls that I make outbound. You know, I don't want these shops to think, Oh, Hey, I got Don's number. I'll call him directly now. Mm, sure, and then if sure. they call, they call that number back, it'll be forwarded back to her. Okay. Um, because you know what it's like. I mean, oh, dude. both of you, I'm sure you're, you're in the middle of a diag and you know, you're hungry. It's hot. You're, you can't, <laughs> yeah. or you're like, you know, you're on the, you're on the trail and like, you know, you're banging away at it and you're plugging away and then the phone rings and then yeah. somebody asks you, Oh, Hey, I have this used transmission. I'm putting in this Audi. And then there you are. Like you have to really pay attention now, right? Uh -huh. Like, okay, is this, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and then the numbers match. Yeah. And then, you know, you're asking those questions and now you, I just, you know, yeah. And then your other phone starts minutes. ringing and yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. Exactly. Like, yeah. Then the, you know, your personal phone's blowing up or somebody's calling you or whatever. Uh, and it just, it's a fucking hassle. So, yes. Uh, yeah. So luckily, uh, it's been going pretty good. Uh, she's been, she wrote around with me this whole month and she'll probably write around with me. I'm going to say another two more months. Uh, and the reason being is I want her to, uh, fully understand what it's like out there. Sure. Um, she's not out there obviously diagnosing cars or anything like that, but she's out there and she can at least know like, Hey, well, every time we come to this shop, they say it's a program and it ends up not being a program. It's a diagonal. We're here, you know, and that two hours in or an hour and a half in, or she knows that, Hey, you know, these shops, you know, he's in and out. Like when it's a programming event, boom, 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 he's done in 30 minutes. Uh -huh. So she can, she can know when she goes to schedule, she can figure out, okay, Hey, a lot, two hours here, a lot, an hour and a half there or whatever, you know? So, um, and then of course I have her meeting some of the shops, like my regular customers that always call and do business with us, you know, getting, getting her involved, meet people. And, uh, that's cool. So, yeah, that, yeah. That, that's really cool. Um, well, and that your business is doing well enough to support that, that she could, yeah. you know, leave her, full-time job to come on board that that's fantastic but man yeah having a dispatch would be so cool oh man the the phone calls yeah. are such a time killer 
uh, it just breaks up the day so much. You know, man, and and it's hard because, like, you know, you want, like, I don't know about you guys, but I'd much rather have a shop call me and say, hey, does this need programming? Especially if it's like a shop that, you know, they're kind of there, but they're not. Yeah. And I'd much rather they call me and ask me and I can give them a little bit of guidance to help because then that makes my job easier when I show up to go over there. It's already like, hey, okay, cool. Right. Like, I already know this is a used module. They got the numbers or whatever. Uh, little things like that. I mean, just little things that help, but it's also the little things like that, that eat up your day. And mm-hmm. it's like, where do you bill for that, man? Like it's business at the end of the day. Um, so it, it's hard. It's a juggle. So yeah, all of, all of well, shops call me a lot with GM stuff. And, yeah. um, yeah. instead of, cause they're like, I think this needs an update. And so I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I, I send me the calibration in the van and I just look it up. Because yeah, yeah, that's time out of my day, but then I'm not driving there for no reason. Yep. But and yeah, then you, you do that five times in a day and all of a sudden you spent, you know, however much time just, what are you, what are you really doing? I don't know. Um, yeah. But yeah, having, having somebody answer the phone, that would be fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but it's also, I didn't, the challenge I currently have is having to step back with myself and say, she doesn't know the lingo. She doesn't know mm-hmm. what you know, sure. you know, cause it's between us three. It's, I mean, I can tell you guys, like you can't put, I don't know, <laughs> you can't put a global a, you know, PCM in this thing and it's going to work. Like in your program it VOBD. I mean, you guys obviously know the nuances behind sure. stuff like that. And yeah, you know, Kia's right. Kia Hyundai's those use modules and what have you. Um, so yeah, yeah or like I hard. replaced this PCM and I can't communicate with it. Could you come program it? You know, like yeah, something exactly. simple like that, you know? Yeah, yeah exactly. It's a security yeah. issue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, what's up with you? What's new with you? Um, It's been super crazy busy and a lot of the things you guys are talking about where it's just you know, so much work and then come home and try to catch up with modules and parts and all the business owner stuff. Um, invoicing. Yeah. Invoicing yeah. books and all that stuff. So I, uh, I got an employee who um, he's been training in with me for the last week and a half. And we're going to do some more of that. Just ride along with me. Uh, but he's, you know, he's on Oh, he's fresh. Yeah, well, he's um, he's not fresh to the field, but he's fresh to doing mobile and programming. Um, yeah. Super sharp guy, knows the electrical and diagnostic side of it. Um, he was actually, he was going to leave nice. the industry because uh, he's been wrenching for 20 years. And he's just like, oh, wow. he's okay. like, I'm, I'm done. I don't want to, I don't want to wrench anymore. He's like, I, I like hmm. part of it, but my body just doesn't like this anymore. So he's going to go drive truck. And I was talking to him this summer. I'm like, well, what about doing this? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> so I, I actually brought him with me for, I had a full schedule. So uh, this was back in like September. And I'm like, just come with me, see if this is something you'd be interested in. And he did. And he's like, yeah, this looks really cool. So um, I put together a second van and that didn't double all my equipment, but the big three, four GM Chrysler, which is most of my business. And then, you know, some diagnostic stuff. Um but uh, he went on his very first job by himself today. 
just because that's nice. kind of how it worked out. And it was a PCM and a caravan and it worked out just fine. And so that, yeah. that went well. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm super, super excited to have some help though, because, um, yeah, man, I, it, it, I can't keep up with the work and I raised my prices at the first of the year and it didn't seem to change anything. So <laughs> I'm just, yeah. I'm glad to have somebody else tackle <laughs> this with me. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm excited. Congratulations on that. Thank you. That's uh it's a, it's a, yeah, man, I, I mean, I, I imagine it's different for you cause it's obviously somebody you're not related to or, you know, lives under the same roof as you but that, that would be a I'm little sure different yeah for sure yeah i'm sure that's i'm sure that's really <laughs> cool good feeling to do yeah you know to make your business grow in that aspect because yeah in my case it's a little different right i mean if i don't do well she doesn't do well so <laughs> we have the the common goal there sure sure um it's like, yeah it's it's scary um but you know it's, it's also, it's going to be, it's going to be the right thing to do if you want to, if you want to grow and expand and also just yeah. to like kind of take the load um, off of doing everything by yourself is tough every day. Um, yeah, every day. And, and like last week I was sick every and day. Um, I mean, I don't really, I don't really take time off. I just work through it. And I don't know that I would change that necessarily if I had an employee, but just the option to like, what if I do need to take a week off? Like what happens? <laughs> you know, uh, like it's nice to have somebody else to maybe fill in for a situation yeah. like that. Not even just that, man, but you look at, all right. So like last week, or like yesterday it was end of the month, right? So like I don't know how many body shops you deal with, uh, but man, that's usually a huge push. Uh, even some repair Always shops, right? Like they're trying to close their books, and oh, yeah. you know, it, yeah, exactly. So I mean, you know, if you're feeling a little ill yesterday, you can easily just say, hey, you know what, I'll quarterback, I'll help you, you know, sure, remote support or what have you, uh, and at least you know, you're sitting at home and you're you're. <laughs> You know your house clothes just sitting there, team viewing in, and just you know pointing them in the direction of what to what to do or what have you, and that makes a world of difference in itself too. Yeah, having the remote capabilities uh, sure made this Huge. more feasible for me uh, to be able to pop into his computer. It, it would be a different. There'd be a lot more training oh, yeah. to be done if that was not the uh, not the case. But having that backup sure is nice. But I've been using the team viewer myself. Cause it's cold as shit up here. I'm sure it's the same thing <laughs> for you, Kyle. Uh, so I'll just oh, oh, my laptop hold on, and hold hold on. In. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop you right there because today, actually, yesterday and today, it's, it's cold out here in Texas. We're not used to this kind of crap. But dude, seriously, it's so damn oh, fucking yeah. cold and go. things freezing over. No, I know. Like Kyle's like, all right, here we go. Yeah, I know. I told him earlier. Every morning. Dude, we got we got trees we got trees falling down, dude. Seriously, like from all the ice, ice and just the, the wet. Yeah, yeah, it's everywhere, man. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it really is. It's unreal. I, I'll admit. I mean, we were, we were on a call earlier today. Like we were just taking it, and then all of a sudden there was just like this loud crash. Like I heard it in his mic, and he's like, "What the heck was that?" <laughs> it goes inside. A freaking branch from a tree fell on the yeah, fell on fell on the roof. Man, I was like, dude, Jesus Christ! Texas isn't made for ice. <laughs> no, it's not. We're not. Okay, no, it's that's nuts. Well, yeah, wasn't that? It was it last year or yeah. two years ago where that ice storm just like shut down the whole state. Yeah. Well. Okay. Well, when we had that, uh, I mean, there was snow freaking everywhere, just like you guys up there. And dude, there was like minimal damage outside, and there's there was no snow. It's been like a little 
flurries and it's just been ice but dude it's so much ice and water mm. like literally man trees are just falling down cracking limbs are breaking everywhere it's unreal Damn. i got a limb that's kind of scary it's kind of sitting on a power line and i called the electric company uh to come out and take care of it but i don't think they're gonna come tomorrow uh but anywho yeah you can you can go over there and you can hear the electricity like humming over there on the tree it's just like <laughs> and it's like oh shit man like waiting for it to catch fire it's like oh god my god it's unplug all all your important yeah i saw that video you uh digging out a car from the snow to do an all keys loss yesterday <laughs> oh. yeah no, that? No. yeah that that was the most bizarre uh, instance I've I've been involved in. No, no. Uh, short backstory: like the shop called me. Yeah, uh, my son lost all the keys to his car. I'm like, oh yeah, no big deal. I get there, I I don't see the car in the yard. I ask him where it is. He's like, oh, it's in the in the yard behind the shop <laughs> next door. I'm like, the shop next door is a junkyard. I was like, all right, so. He gets his guy. We go follow him, and sure enough, hey, look, it's in a snowbank. I was like, uh, "Am I doing some like sketchy things here, or what?" <laughs> like just digging a car. I was like, "He's literally on the roof of the car, shoveling the hood." Just, nope. It was literally three feet of snow, and then he pops the hood open. He's like, "There, I think I got it for you." And I'm like, "There's still a snowbank in front of the car." He's like, "Ah, I just step over it. You'll be fine." Ah, all right. Yeah, I had to like ram my caravan back and forth. <laughs> Up onto a snowbank to get my cables to the oh, car, man. and oh yeah, started though first time. I was like, <laughs> "Wow, 2009 Lincoln okay. MK MKZ." I don't know what it was. It's an old thing. I don't know. I don't yeah, even know if it was, was if it was son's car, if it was a test, if he's trying to steal the car. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the snow up here has been brutal this year too. Um, that, that has been one of the killers for me is when we get snowstorms and I'm driving around and like yeah, it doubles the drive time between places. Oh, yeah. And for whatever reason, when I was doing this part time, it, it didn't seem to affect me as much as now I'm doing it full time. And so I really got to watch the weather now when I'm doing my schedule for the next day and say, okay, am I going to be, um, you know, slowed down to half the speed? Cause it's another freaking snowstorm, but I don't know. Last couple of weeks have been good. So, oh yeah, but so scheduling is probably uh, the most difficult thing to manage in the winter up here. Sean had sent that whatever it was a video or I can't remember, but it was the same thing. Like the car, you couldn't even freaking see it. It just a big old snowbank, and I was like, <laughs> I remember looking at that picture. I was like, hell no! It was like seventy here that day. I was like, I got the AC on in the van. I'm like, hell no! My ass would stay home all day. Yeah, <laughs> like no, I'm staying in my robe and my house slippers. Like no, I ain't leaving. Mm-mm. <laughs> nope. Yeah, I I, 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 used, can't, I can't do that. I used There's to no always way. say like I will take the snow over the really cold stuff, like you know, thirty, forty below. But for the business side of it, oh, that's the worst. I guess I I don't know the the cold. I guess I'd rather take the cold than the snow because. Um, the, that's, that's been the killer for getting around and, and driving and stuff like that, the, being on the road all day. Um, but I guess it'll just make me appreciate the spring and summer that much more like, Oh, yeah. oh, I'm hot. Okay. No big deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Can't wait to put my runners back on. <laughs> yeah. But 
I don't know how you guys do it up there, man. I really don't. I, I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't. I really couldn't. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's like anything else. You get used to it. Yeah. And everyone's tempered to it. So it's like, you know, no one wants you to work outside. They'll say, yeah, we brought it in or we made space for you or, you know, most shops are pretty uh, open arms when it comes to that. Yeah, nice. it's funny because, uh, I mean, most of my work is outside. And actually, I and I prefer to be outside. I don't like being in the shop, but same here. I don't like I don't like people conjugating around me and looking and see what I got. And I just I don't like it, man. Yeah. Not, I, even when I was in the shop, man, like I I'd ranch and I'd be there. And if you weren't my neighbor or like the guy on the other side of the wall from me, like you know, and you were there hanging around, I didn't like it. Like it's like, dude, go away, man. Like. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I just don't like people watching me. I mean, it's just, I don't know. I don't go watch other people. And I don't like other people watching me either. So it's just, it's yeah. one of those things, man. I'd rather, I'd rather be outside, out of the way, out of sight, out of mind. You won't even know I'm there. Just continue on your business. I'll holler at you if there's absolutely something I need to. Other than that, just give me the keys and let me go. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. If it's if it's reasonable outside, I'll just, yep, I'll do it outside, no problem. Um, but, yeah, uh, same yeah. like you said, uh, Kyle, the shops are pretty good around here. Like, if it's cold to the point where they don't want to be outside, they're like, yeah, we'll get you a spot, we'll get the car in, whatever. And uh, there's only a couple places where they're yeah, well, unrealistic yeah. expectations. Yeah, of course. We all have those, I think. Yeah. Those kind of customers. It's hard to hard to train train those kind of customers when they have that kind of mindset already naturally yeah right yeah let's do this wheel speed sensor diag outside without a hoist in the middle of winter yeah oh gosh i don't know yep the car was in the ditch last night and it's a snowbank now and the jack (laughs) you need a floor jack that you can't fit underneath yeah (laughs) yeah oh i had i had one shop called me for a Mercedes transmission and it's sitting outside and I'm like, how, how, <laughs> like, how, how are we going to, how am I going to virginize that thing? Like, uh, what? Right. So anyways, yeah, he, he ended up bringing a jack out and I, I did it. I jacked it up and I got underneath it and took care of it, but I definitely tacked on more to the bill Oh, for <laughs> sure. For, for doing that. I mean, I have a creeper in the van <laughs> for that reason, but yeah. I was like, no dude, I'm not, this is nope. I mean, the one I thing you need your space, but no, <laughs> that I've been trying to figure out. I've been trying to figure this out since it got really cold. Um, because I've only started doing it in the last year was the leashy stuff. So if I get an all keys lost and I'm not getting the key cut code elsewhere, like you can't do it when you can't feel your fingers. Like the leashy doesn't work anymore when your fingers are frozen. <laughs> so I respect anybody that can leashy seriously. Cause I'm team code Smith all day. Yeah. All day. <laughs> I buy it and go. And if it don't work, well shit. I'm like, Hey man, sorry. You need to call locksmith. <laughs> Cause I ain't one. I've, I've had pretty good luck, but there are definitely a few that have really beat me up. Um, where I spent a lot of time trying to get that um, the the read correctly. It's like for picking them outside of a couple, I've gotten pretty good where I can get it picked in a efficient amount of time. But the reading, like some are just, I think it's if they're worn out or not, but some are just way more difficult to get that read uh, correct and get the cut correct. Um, but the... Um, the X horse, the key tool max, 
has been nice because if you put in the cuts that you think it is, and then you can do, um, I forget what button it is, but it'll like find by biting. Yeah. Yeah. It'll tell you if it's a legit code or not. And so at least, you know, if you're in the neighborhood, (laughs) we have a buddy, Gino, I think we mentioned him last time. He's a, he's our key guy. Right. But his, his brother is a leashy master oh. dude i swear okay <laughs> well at first he tried walking me through it on the phone and we we're facetiming and he's like looking at me and he's like no you know you need to feel it like this and he's like no you're squeezing it too tight he's trying to teach me over the phone i was like bro there ain't no way in hell you're gonna teach me over the damn phone man <laughs> but i mean no he, how do you how do you know i'm squeezing it too tight you're yeah exactly he's like yeah he's like i could tell by your hands i was like dude how the <laughs> fuck can you see that bro like get out of here man. but no super cool dude very helpful uh he actually did walk me through a, my first my first leashy and it was funny because it was my own personal truck i leashy it opened it i got it open but i didn't decode it worth a shit i was like oh i, I let go and i was like okay i don't know <laughs> what's where but i opened it that's cool i was I was having issues once on a Volkswagen key, uh, trying to get the, the cut right. And I sent him a picture of the key and he just, he's like, okay, here are your numbers. Like he decoded it sight. with mm-hmm. his, just by sight. I'm like, and it works. I was like, <laughs> what the? like, geez, man. It was just like, I was like two or three biting off. It was a, yeah. Those, uh, what was it? The eighth? Eighth biting or something, the seventh biting. Yeah. I can't remember. Okay. It was a while back. Um, so, uh, which ones can you leashy? What manufacturers? I'm trying to think. I've done probably Ford and GM the most, um, but I've done a few other random ones. Uh, honestly, so the European ones I've done so far, like BMW, I did a Land Rover. Those ones have been the easiest. For to Ooh, for really? the leashy portion, like the rest of it is a little bit more. Yeah, work, of course. But yep. the leashy yeah. portion, those have been the best. And my my only guess is is like the actual lock cylinder never gets used, right? So you get it clean, you get some lubricant in there, get it moving, but no one ever puts their metal blade in most of these cars because it's the mm-hmm. it's a fob style, and so they're not worn out. So you get a good read on it but that's and the ones that i get beat up on are the old gms where it's an actual blade and people are still putting it into the lock cylinder and the things you know all freaking worn out and stuff so um those are the ones yeah i remember f-150 that i ended up going to the tailgate and i got as many cuts as i could from the tailgate and that was enough to figure out the rest of the code but i was doing the driver's door and i was i was way off and and i'm like looking at the leash and i'm like i know that's a four like it's definitely a four well it was like a two or something and it's so yeah, wow <laughs> but yeah i don't know it's a i i think it's kind of fun uh it's just one of those other skills that you kind of work on and see but i i get what you're saying like the code getting the code is so much faster. Way more so efficient. Faster. Yeah. So it's like, okay, X amount of dollars to get yeah. this code or spend Dude, maybe an hour trying to figure out the leashy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, man. I mean, I, yeah. And most of the all keys lost, most of the all keys lost that I personally do are for my big box dealers, uh, dealerships, right? New car dealers. 
uh, everyone else, man, I'm kind of, I really don't offer it. I mean, I, I'll do it, but yeah, I don't, I don't advertise, advertise it. it so much. No, yeah. no. It's just like if people, if they know I no. do keys and so they'll ask and then that's usually yeah. how I get them. Same here. Same here. I don't, um, yeah, I can do keys. It's not my strongest part of my wheelhouse, but, um, yeah, no, I'd, if, well, I'd rather smash buttons. It's like a necessity for programming, so. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But, but keys get you drug into the, like, the shady group of people just so fast, it seems like. Like the calls mm-hmm. that I would start getting about keys, and I'm like trying oh, to yeah. shut it's... all my shops down. Like, don't don't give out my number to people yeah, because yep. the people that you get called about keys, it's like, no Yeah, no, you, you get you. there, and it's like, mm. it's shady. Yeah, it's... And I mean, I don't, I don't know, but we – we had one of our colleagues in the group and I don't know if it's good to mention his name or not, but so I won't, but I know he got held up on a public call yep. doing keys yep. key work. And uh, when I heard that, man, that, that was a big eye opener for me. I was like, man, I, Same here. I can't, like, I can't, I can't afford that, man. Like it doesn't matter which scenario, which way it goes, right. Whether they rob you and take everything or, you know, it gets violent between you and that person. Yeah. And I mean, the, the legal repercussions behind it is just not, at the end of the day, it's not worth whatever you're charging at the end of the day. It's not. Yeah. Cause I mean, they could take your livelihood from you or, you know, take your life. I mean, you never know mm-hmm. people nowadays, man, as desperate as they get, uh, it's just not worth it, man. It's just, nah. <laughs> the amount of, the amount of, uh, risk up here, it's a huge issue as a, as I'm sure, uh, it is everywhere else. Like just car theft. Yeah. Um, I think in my area, um, the police are reporting at least like 30 cars Jeez, a night. Jesus Christ, that's a lot. It's insane. Yeah. And they all go to the same place. It's just, it's a very well known, like, uh, thing. It, it's, and it happened to one of my, uh, good shops I service. He, he heard it. So he like went outside with a baseball bat. I'm like, man, you gotta yeah, be man. careful. Like just yeah, let him take it. it. It's, it's the catalytic converter theft around here is just rampant. Um, every shop I go to, it seems like has been hit um, by people crawling under there and taking cats out of the cars. Just crazy. Shorting, shorting the O2 heaters and driving, burning up the driver and the PCM. And, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. And get a, get quite a few of those. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. I'll get, a, I'll get a call for like, a, like a, one was like a 21 Nissan frontier and they're like, and it was a Meineke. They're like, Hey, we put a PCM in this. And I'm like, I'm I'm on the phone listening to him. I'm thinking in my head, like, what the hell are you doing with a brand? New, what? Why are you putting a PCM in there? No reason. And then I end up getting there, and then they tell me, oh yeah, they stole the cats. And then I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, like that makes much more sense now. Yeah, I've I've had that happen, and I actually had one where it was sitting in the lot of the v, of the shop for waiting for a PCM or something for quite some time. And they pushed it in. I came, programmed the PCM, fired it up, and just rah, and they didn't know the cat was cut out of it until that yeah. point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Dirt bags. There's just dirt bags yeah. out there, man. My uh It's wild. It's it's so wild. My old Toyota dealer, they got hit probably two months ago. Uh man, in every tundra on the lot. New and used, they hit them. Boom! They got hit for like twenty-four cats, I think, twenty-four vehicles. What I don't understand is, uh, maybe there's a simple explanation, but where are they turning these things into? Because I thought scrapyards had to take identification 
I, I think so. I think by law now they have to, because if I wasn't mistaken that there was a, that was the thing was back happened. in like 2008. Yeah. Cause I, I used to collect scrap metal when I was a young tech to make some extra cash. And I had to show yeah. my ID if I was turning in cats. And so like, where are they taking these things or what are they doing? Are they melting them down themselves to get the, the metals out of there? I don't know, man. Yeah. That's, yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's yeah. true. Right. Who knows? Yeah, no cash, know. no your cash, <laughs> no receipts. No Who are you? What cash? <laughs> oh, man. Um, do you guys have any, uh, the shops that you go to, uh, do they have any nicknames for you? when you go into the shops so I've, I've got a few but i'm curious ahead, to know they're like yeah this is the computer guy i mean that's that's a pretty standard one but anything notable oh i got one we so there was uh yeah there was you go this through. is funny because it's kind of like a running joke in our uh group uh i did a used dme or i should say an emmy it was for a mercedes and this was specifically for a service writer or oh. service manager writer. I don't know. He both roles there. Uh, and it was at his house. Okay. And so he tells me, yeah, you know, it's my own person. When he told me it's his own personal, I was like, okay, cool. I was like, I'll do it. You know, I figured. And this was a new new call, new customer, never dealt with him. So I was like, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll do this job. I don't do, you know, house calls, but this guy's, you know, part of a shop or whatever. So he ended up having a module and it was a no-com. Go figure. Um so then I ended up getting a module for him. So I supplied him the module, and then I versionized it, programmed it to the car, yada, yada, right? And all was hunky-dory. Everything started and ran. Well, he was like, hey, man, you know, you got to come by the shop, and let me introduce you to the shop owner. We can use a programmer, blah, blah, blah. All right, cool, whatever. So I show up, and this guy, he apparently had just took over from his dad. His dad had passed away, so he's running the show now. And it's funny because the first introduction, there, you know, the service writer introduces me to him and the guy's like, I hear you're a module man. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's, that's been our, that's been, that's been our running joke in our group because I mean, typical like Southern accent, right? Like it's, he's got that draw to him. (laughs) So yeah. So now it's a, one's a module man. And then, well, the others are, they got some profanity in there because uh, <laughs> it's majority Hispanic culture down here. Right. So like okay. here I'm this one, I'm like the one white dude in the shop. So, you know, there, there's names that get float around and well, I'm half Hispanic. So uh, I, I, you know, talk shit with them too. And you know, it's, sure. it's just, you know, typical, typical shop stuff, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, you it's, don't know it's how that is. a lot of the time. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know, and then you catch the one guy that's in the bad mood and you know, you say the the normal things and he gets all pissed off and (laughs) what about, what about you, Kyle? Got any good names? I don't have nicknames, but yeah, um, no (laughs) No, nicknames. You you have a nickname. Uh, You have a nickname. (laughs) (laughs) In the group, I got a nickname. Are we thinking of the same one? Which one is it? Yes. 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 Okay. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> I don't want to say it incorrectly. Uh, the no nicknames, but uh, oh, that one too. I forgot them, about that they one. Have, like they have what? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, okay. I don't know what you were thinking of the first time then. I'm, I'm blanking right now. Uh, I go to a few shops and they have a whiteboard like for like random planning stuff. And some of them have a little square 
just they they made a little square in the in the corner of their whiteboard and it says Volta. And it has like the things that they want me to do and <laughs> so that's pretty cool. No nicknames and okay. shops, but I got a little got a little square here and there. Nice, nice. Yeah, I you? what's your nickname? Well, I, I've heard a number of them. It's a computer guy a lot of the time. I get the flasher a lot. And so the flasher is actually another company um, in the same area in which I work. And I think that's where, and he's been around for like 10 years. So I think that's where they get the idea. And I don't know if all of them know that I'm a different company. I mean, I have a logo on my shirt, but they'll call me the flasher. <laughs> There's one guy, uh, he's Vietnamese and he, he'll tell me, he'll tell his customers that I'm his engineer. He's like, I'm gonna call my engineer. <laughs> I'm like, that's, that's not me, but okay. Whatever you want to say. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. I just think it's, it's, oh, I it's just, funny. I, I just remember the nickname you're you're thinking of, Don. Yeah, eight yeah, ass boy. You go. That's the eight, eight ass, ass boy. boy yeah. the guy does so much of it. It's unreal. Eight ass boy. <laughs> we get we'll get on a call and I'm like, hey, I'm like, what do you got for today? He's like, oh, I gotta go do a Subaru Eyesight. I gotta go do this and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm like, bro, I got a six L eighty, a network Diag. A draw, oh, yeah, and, yeah. and I got a Nissan CVT, and I have an Attiki, <laughs> and he's all like, "Oh, and he's like, I, and he's like rambling his schedule, and I'm like, in my head, I'm thinking, I'm like, dude, that's like two grand by lunch, <laughs> like Jesus Christ, <laughs> Jesus, you know, like unreal. It's still my goal in life is to get 100 percent on an iPhone. Yeah, it's my goal. It's. <laughs> so I've worked close. on like three Subarus the whole time I've been mobile now for what a year and a half now. Coming up on a year and a half, actually. You know, like I never I rarely see Subarus down here. Oh yeah. Oh that was that was another thing that happened from the six month span. I got the full ADOS all till mobile kit and Okay. Uh, and it was one of those things. So my direction is going to go that way, right? Like I'm going to expand into that and get really going. I probably don't need everything. I'm pretty sure I don't. But I, I'm one of those people, man. I hate to not have it. Yep. I hate for them yep. somebody to call me and be like, "Hey, can you do this?" And then I say, "Hey, well, let me look into it. and I'll let you know. I'll give you a call back." Uh, and then I go and find out, like, "Oh, hey, I don't have that pass through," or "Oh, I don't have this." I I hate being that person to call back and say. No, I can't because I'm underprepared. Yeah. Like that's my thing. My, and it's my, me personally, man. Like if you look at my van, I, it is, I mean, loaded. I mean, dude, I carry a cutoff wheel on an electric die grinder. <laughs> I, I, dude, these guys, these guys laugh at me, dude, do, but right? honestly, you'd be you surprised, do. man. Like I'll do a key, right? Or let's just say they have a key there and it's a flip blade and I have a blade that'll fit in it. But a lot of these aftermarket blades, man, they're not milled correctly. So like, mm -hmm. all right, there I am with the cutting wheel, like trying to like notch it to get it to fit in there and hey, I'll make it work. And it's professional. looks good. Like it's, I don't, you know, produce a shitty product, but what I'm getting at is like, if I didn't have that, sure. I'd be like, Oh, Hey, I can't do it. I got to bring it back or I got to go. Yeah. yeah you know, and I, I, yeah, yeah, dude. Like, and I, I, yeah. And You'll guys give me, guys give me shit for that. Right. Like, Oh yeah. I just borrow all the text tools. It's like, I did a steering lock for one of the a Mercedes steering lock for a shop. And, you know, I didn't ask him for anything. I did it out in the parking lot in the back of the shop. Like, I didn't ask him for a jack. I did everything, you know, I pulled the column, did everything. 
but I had all my tools. Like it was no big deal. Like I had, I have my half inch electric impact that I carry with, with a shallow set of metric sockets, you know, and that's probably overkill too. But I mean, it's one of those things, like if I'm doing a diag and like, if there's a floor jack in the shop and I can grab it to take a tire off to do my diag, I'm going to do it, man. Like, I'm not going to sit around and ask somebody, Hey, can you do it? Like, at the end of the day, I'm just going to do it. And guess what? I'm going to charge a shot for it. Yeah. I mean, that was one I of the really don't care. That was one of the things I was trying to consider when I was prepping my employee, because I'm kind of the same way, like uh, outside of certain circumstances, like if I got to take a panel off or unbolt some stuff, like I got my tools, I know I can just rip that thing out of there. Cause I was a tech for a long yeah. time. Like I know I can yeah, just make it happen and, and it's oh, yeah. way faster and it's just inconvenient to find somebody, drag them off of what they're doing, wait for them to, and maybe they're really slow. Maybe they're using hand tools to take out four, yeah. seven millimeter screws. And I'm just oh. like standing there like, oh my God, why don't you have yeah, electric? Like, just, like so, dude, just get the hell out the way and let me just do it, man. Like, so I, <laughs> I don't know. I'm an impatient person. Yeah. Too, yeah. So. Oh, for sure. And so I'm debating like with my employees, same sort of thing, because yeah, that also introduces a chance for things to get screwed up and broken yeah, and, and this and that. So mm-hmm. That was kind of a tough one for me. So I, luckily he's a good tech and I just kind of told him like, you know, use your best judgment. If this looks like it's something that, you know, uh, if it's a plastic panel uh, that might break or something, yeah. once you have the tech to it or, uh, you know, that sort of stuff. But that is a tough one when you're in an unfamiliar shop, like, do I just start ripping and tearing or do I get somebody else involved? It's a, it's a weird area to be, um, but I carry, I carry like the basic stuff. I have like my electric, you know, quarter inch and three a stuff. I don't have anything half inch at in my van, um, but uh, all the sockets. No, torques, I know. I just M12 stubby with a big battery. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm over I, here like, no. I, I remember, no. <laughs> when I first started packing like tools and stuff, I put a, my snap-on hammer and a punch like a, or sorry, a chisel. And I'm like, I'll bring it. I don't know what I'm going to need it for. I forgot about it. And then I had a steering lock on a sprinter and it was not, it was not unlocking whatsoever. So I'm like rooting through my stuff thinking like, what am I going to do? I got a screwdriver. I could beat the handle on it. And I was like, I found my punch and I was like, oh, sweet. <laughs> so I just went to town and destroyed that thing. If I had a cutoff wheel, you know, maybe I would have been a little bit more surgeon-like. But. Oh, yeah, dude. I carry – I have drill bits and I have a set of unit bits. Oh, yeah, dude, I got oh, all kinds of crap. What? But, hey, you, you'd be surprised, though, like that on that Mercedes. Cool. It, was, it was a 204 – it was a W204, and uh, I used one of the unit bits, and I was like, mm, that hole's not big enough. I just keep going. And I drill it from the top. I do – I mean, there's multiple ways of doing it. I, I go from the top and then I just stick a screwdriver in there and turn the gear. Oh, yeah, unlock it. Yeah. You know, you push, you could push the, the shaft in and then slide her out and either put your steering lock in there or your emulator, whatever you're going to do. But, okay. Uh, yeah, no, but yeah, I do. I carry all that, man. I don't, I don't, what, I don't, I don't like to ask. What are you using for a van, Don? I have a Nissan NV200. Okay. Oh, and also in that six months, I put an engine in it. Oh. My engine blew. Yeah, yeah, that was great. That that was fun. <laughs> that, that was my MDP. I had money saved specifically for an MDP. I was like, "All right, cool, great. I want to buy an MDP, and I'm buying the you know the the sub." But I had the thirty eight hundred dollars or whatever it was. I was like, "Badass! I'm gonna by the end of the week, I'm buying that damn thing." Uh, and I actually went to a Volkswagen two hours away from here, so it was 
I was driving back from that location, uh, and it was on a Saturday. And, uh, well, yeah, it, it's honestly, it's my fault. I went too long in between oil changes, truthfully. Oil got thin and I spun a bearing. Oh, damn. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I can't be upset. I was, that was my own doing, right? Like I let my maintenance go. It, it was one of those things, man. It was, I had been super busy that whole month and, you know, it was like, it was a sure. weekend and I was like, yeah, I'll do it on Sunday. You know, I got nothing going on Sunday. I'm going to do that. And then blew the engine the day before. Right. So, <laughs> damn. yeah. So, uh, luckily one of my yeah. good shops, I do a bunch of their diag. They're very good at hanging parts. They may not know how to diagnose anything, but they're damn good at hanging parts. I dropped it off of them Saturday afternoon. Uh, Monday, they had it out. Tuesday, LKQ delivered. And then Thursday, I picked it up. Nice. Yeah. So I had a used engine with like 40K on That's, it. And can't ask. I was rolling around in my Prius. You still send it to the moon from a red light. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I think CVT at how winded so there's CBT 5k rpm i'm barely moving Woo! but hey <laughs> these guys give me shit all the time they're like it's all that crap you got in and i'm like yeah it probably is it probably is all that weight <laughs> that i carry well, you, just like we know when you're leaving a, a stoplight because we can do it <laughs> yeah, yeah you really can yeah so in my ownership of that van i put a cvt and an engine in it so but it's one of those things man i mean that's not, yeah, I put a transmission in my caravan to get it rolling. It's one of those things too, though. I mean, if when it makes you the money, it does. I mean, really the cost of that. Yes, it's a big repair and yes, it is, you know, a good chunk of money. But from a business standpoint, I mean, that's peanuts compared yeah. to what, you know, you're doing in a week or whatever in a month. It, it's mean, very different uh, looking at this stuff, like as your personal vehicle, your personal stuff, yeah. and then business. And yep. uh, that's been something I've definitely discovered is like my yep. spending thought process yeah. for the business is wildly different than my personal oh, yeah. stuff. Oh yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of a oh, penny yeah, pincher. I'm kind of, I've been accused of being a cheapskate in my personal life. Like I will, you know, um, just kind of go to great lengths to not spend money on stuff. But when it comes to the business, okay, is this helping me? Is this making money? Buy it, send it, like, yeah, let's no, get it, it going. Amazon, yep. get it to I'm my house. Saying, yeah. I, I'm 100%. the same way. Like when stuff gets shared in the group and I see it and I'm like, okay, this <laughs> well, guy's doing that. And I'm like, Oh yeah. It's like, Oh yeah. Sam Brooks will share something. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, send link, please. Send link. Like, <laughs> I'm like Link. Where's expedited yeah. shipping? That one, yes. Go. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's... It's fun. It's yeah. it's a whole new level that like I don't know. Like you said, I, I'm a petty. I was you know wasn't raised with a lot of money, so it's like having that little bit of freedom yeah. in a not so personal way is kind of nice. Mm -hmm. At the same time, okay. too though, there's there's times where I'm like, okay, this can stop now. Like I'm tired. <laughs> Like I, I want to keep some money in the account, please. Yeah, you. you <laughs> I'm tired of this. You told us the first week. This is the last last thing I'm buying this <laughs> until tax. I, I, I did. I, I don't know how many times I'm like, hey, for real. Like I bought a Breedis, right? Like I bought the, I bought the Breedis pass through, and then I bought uh, during the end of year sale they had. I bought the FSB or I bought the DAS manager activation. Okay. And I told these guys, I was like, all right, man, like for real. I, before that, I, I was like, all right, I'm done. I forgot. I bought Flex is what I did. I had bought Flex during the Black Friday sale, right? Oh, I already yeah, had the hardware. You got a deal on it then. Yeah, I yeah I bought the. I already had had the hardware, oh. so I bought the full master software activation, 
Uh, and then I had told these guys, yeah, that's it for sure. I'm done. Like, I can't. That's it. We're done until taxes. And then Abritas rolled out their sale, and I was looking at it, and I was like, well, <laughs> bye. <laughs> Add cart. Boom. Just don't tell Just don't tell us. Yeah. That's all you have to do. I mean, dude, I saved $850 on that sale. That's all I have to say. So that's a good chunk of money for what I got. I, I mean, for what I think. You could save 15% so. or more in car insurance by switching to Geico. Yeah. Well, yeah. and your wife's <laughs> part of the business, and she's got a financial background. So <laughs> yeah. I'm sure yeah, she's and got and some and input one way or another on that. Well, I think, it, yeah, you're, you're well set up there. It's kind of funny yeah. you, you mentioned that because that, that is her role now. I, I uh, We've... I've changed my whole operation or like how, you know, ordering keys or what have you, whatever we need to do for the business. Sure. Uh, she handles all the money now. And all I do is I just use the credit card. And the reason why I use the credit card was your whole situation yeah. there. When you shared with us, that really <laughs> opened my eyes. I was like, man, I gotta, I gotta do something better than this. So, um, I really started applying using my business credit card and, you know, she'll pay it at the end of the week or end of the month. However, mm -hmm. she wants to handle it. Everything is on her. So nice. Yeah. yeah, I just, you just, I spend. just look at her and say, "Can I?" Yeah, I'm like, "How much do I have?" <laughs> because I need to buy something. So, can I buy this? Yeah, yeah. Um, I had my identity stolen in December, or I don't know if you call it the identity stolen, but they got into my bank account and they tried transferring out money, a large sum of money. Um, luckily, Wells Fargo. <laughs> clamped down Ooh. on it but i had to change every single bank account that i had which is everything that's connected to it so that was yep. that was like a week's that's work a pain. that was like a full-time yeah. job for a week changing every single password and all the bank accounts and all that stuff so that sucked but yeah so now it's two-factor authentication on everything that i can possibly set it up on um and then credit card for every purchase online and as much as possible, honestly, either cash or credit card. Like I have a check card, but I'm, I was like, why I'm not even going to use this thing. Cause that's how they assumed they got my information. Although who knows? I don't know. I, I don't know how any of that stuff works. I'm just trying to protect myself yeah, better. Cause it's such a pain in the ass to deal with. Yeah, man. Like when you sh when you shared that, man, that was one of those things. Like, oh, like obviously we all know it's out there, right? Like yeah. it's been going oh, for on sure. for years, but it's a little different when it hits somebody that you personally know, and it's like, whoa. Yeah. And especially, I mean, you know, you're part of the, you're in the yeah. same scene we are, so yeah. it's not uncommon. I mean, I'm sure your bank has a bunch of activity, obviously, just like ours. Uh, so when that happened, it was a definitely an eye opener. I was like, man, I need to. <laughs> I need to figure this out because I can't have that happen to me because that'll definitely decommission you for a few days. Yeah. Maybe even a week, depending on how long they take on their investigation to figure so. that out. Right. And I mean, you shut down your bank account for a week. It's a little hard to do business. You don't realize how much money you spend just operating business, whether it's buying a key code or buying a subscription or buying yeah. a connector. Yeah. Just you know realizing I mean? how much stuff is connected to your account. Yeah. Yeah ridiculous yep. <laughs> yeah how fast you can be immobilized yeah in your business right but yeah I'll, i handed to wells fargo they um they did a good job there um as far as shutting it down and working with me to get everything straightened out and you know money wise they didn't get anything even though they had some pretty intimate access to my my stuff um but uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess it could be a lot worse. That's the way I looked at it. Well, uh, what else? Uh, 
Any other goals for 23 that you have specifically? I know we kind of mentioned a few here, but anything specific that we haven't brought up? I think I could speak for both of us when we say bigger bands. Yeah, that'd be nice. That'd be nice. (laughs) I, I, I toy with the idea in my head of like finding a home base that isn't where I live just to to separate it a little bit more Mm -hmm. from uh, family life. It's like, you know, if I could go to set office, do what I need to do there and leave and go home and not be (laughs) up, you know, in my office Mm -hmm. here until 2 a.m. And I have to be up at six to get on the road for seven. You know, it's a vicious cycle and, you know, that would, that would be a nice thing to attain, but, uh, achievable definitely in some time uh but i don't know what that looks like yet yeah same here uh i'm shooting for i got two two major goals one is uh getting a location and then at the end of the year buying exentry that is my end goal uh i told myself and i already missed the mark already for the first month (laughs) so i'm already i'm already behind but (laughs) my goal was to save 2k a month specifically for that right set 2k aside and then um well then at the end of the year right i mean uh you know i would just cover whatever the difference is out of the account but specifically save just for that um those are my two goals for the year so we'll see if i can get through them but there's some other little goals and stuff but uh kind of keep those hush we just let the results speak for themselves, you know, Sure, like kind of thing. That's cool. So, um, yeah, bigger yeah. van would be fantastic. I, I got the transit connect. Um, my limitation is, uh, I mean, kind of mm-hmm. same like you were saying, Kyle is the location because my, uh, my garage at my house is heated and I like, I like to keep most of nice. my stuff Lucky in the you. van <laughs> and the heated garage, uh, obviously makes yeah. that possible when it's, 20 below outside like i can't leave all the battery stuff outside but the garage is only so tall so getting like a you know one of those nv 2500s or whatever or i mean really the transit connect is as tall as it can be and still get in my garage anything else so i was trying to think of ways i'm like well i'm not gonna run a space heater out in the van and set the thing on fire that's stupid but I was like, yeah, I wonder I that, yeah. if I could run some sort of tubing like out the side of my garage and like into a panel on the side of the van to keep it, at, you know, above freezing inside of the thing. Uh, but then it's outside, you know, there's a little, you know, more uh, potential for theft and stuff like that. So I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. It'd be nice to, to walk into the back of the van and stand up. I hit your head. Yes, for sure. For <laughs> I know sure. Don. I know Don feels that. We hear him all the time. Oh, dude! Just like, I bonk my and noggin all the time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, man. Yeah, there was man. One time, I'll tell you what, man. I, I, for, I think it was the time I was doing that Mercedes steering lock, or I forgot what it was, because it was like a, a, I don't know what it was. Like for a couple weeks, it was like I don't know. I like every other day or every couple days, I was doing a steering lock. Like it just came in a wave. Yeah, like I'll do a bunch of Mercedes stuff. Yeah. yeah, it was it was ridiculous. Which was, I mean, it was great. Don't get me wrong, money's great. Yeah, but uh, I was going to get in and I opened the van and I stepped up and I don't know what I was thinking, but I had my head all the way up and I just straight like walk, 
like hit the top of it, dude, and it like brought me to my knees. I'm not uh, even kidding you. Uh, like it brought me to the knees in the van, like and like and it like you could feel like just the tense. Uh, I don't yeah, know the muscles tense yeah. in the neck, like down the spine. I was like, oh my god! I was like, what in the <laughs> fuck? Like I'm over there, like ah. And I think I was talking to Kyle on the phone, yeah, I and I was like, "Dude, I just wrapped my fucking head." And every word that you could think of, I was I was saying it, man. Like, it it hurt, dude. Like, it hurt. It was one of those like, "Oh man, I I haven't been brought down to my knees in a long time." For it to bring me down, it, I mean, I dropped like a rock, man. It, it was like, poof. I was it's like, something oh. about hitting your head that just makes you angry. And yeah, I remember I like pissed. on a hoist at work pissed. or whatever, you oh, crack yeah, your head and you're just, you're just no, pissed no. and there's no one <laughs> to be pissed at. There's nothing like, yep. it's your fault. Yep. But <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah, of course, they're like your neighbors over there, like standing there laughing at you. And then, you know, the, his neighbor's like, what are you laughing at? And then he tells oh, you, yeah. and then they're both laughing at you and you're over there holding your head. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did that plenty of times. I'll time. yell at you in a minute. I'm just in pain here. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, exactly. It, yeah. Don and I but, chat uh, probably. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll be on. It's just a little side. Oh, we'll be a on a group chat. Quite a bit in our in our little group, and everyone joins. Everyone's here. All right, cool. Everyone's chatting up. Everyone's talking about what they're doing, or someone will <laughs> pipe in, and eventually everyone just leaves, and it's just Don and I. <laughs> like every time. <laughs> yeah well we're just yeah the it. conversation starts and it's like we're like hey mad tech I'm like hey mad tech and he doesn't say anything Gino. yeah and i talk kind of like is it just you and i <laughs> and like, i don't know and then you go look at the phone and you're like yeah it's just you and i and i'm like son of a bitch where'd everybody just go I'm like all right whatever <laughs> and, it, it, and it's it's funny because like our group chat it's just like a it usually starts somebody calls because they're in something yeah, and they're like, "Hey, I'm stuck. I'm stuck. Also, yeah, I'm stuck here." Da, 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 da. And then after that, the rest of the day is like, it's just calls back and forth, just because like, "Oh, I'm driving to the next shop. I'm bored." Yeah, <laughs> it's like I get lonely. I guess. I mean, uh, I don't have friends, but so, there's also yeah. little things like it. It helps. Yeah, yeah. It, there's some things that help. Like you know, you'll be there messing with the car, and you're like, you know, you're reading something out loud, trying to understand it. And then someone's like, oh, yeah, 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 I did that. Do this and do that. And then you go do it, and you're like, oh, fuck, that was it? Okay, yeah, cool. Done, <laughs> yeah. done. I, can, I, can, I, can I can get out of here. Yeah, that would take me 45 minutes to figure out by myself. So, Yeah. I have, uh, I have this one memory specifically about that. I think Don and Mad Tech were just fighting this eco-diesel. Oh, for the PCO. oh I just yeah. jump in, and then I hear it cranking, <laughs> cranking, cranking. And then he's like, he's, I see he's team viewed in, or I hear he's team viewed in. He's like, I just put this PCM in one start. I'm like, oh, just enable the fuel pump. Because I had done one like yeah. just that week. And he's like, he clicks it and it starts. He's like, son of a bitch, it works. <laughs> <laughs> we were there for like 35 minutes. Of course, neither one of us looked at service information. Yeah, we were Mr. Right Know-it-all. Yeah. Ah, I know I do. I have program stuff every day. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, right. Bullshit. Yeah. One little Same. thing. And that's that's what friends yep. are for. Just Yeah. Yeah, that that one little thing where, yeah, it's in service info. It tells you what to do. Yeah. But if you don't mm-hmm. read it, you look like an idiot. I had a, yep. um, yep. it was a Toyota Forerunner uh, uh, today oh. that needed the, oh. uh, it was like a zero point calibration and steering calibration and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I I did it like four times. I'm like, why is it this working? <laughs> well, why are the you lights have to still like. On? 
You have to press the hill assist button while you're doing it. That's it. You just have to press the button while you're doing it, and it's fine. And I did it like five times before I actually pulled open my laptop and read the service info. I'm like, press the button. Okay. Okay. I had I had something similar. It was a Lexus. I forget what car it was. 2019 or 2020. I can't remember. Was it a body shop? So do all the calibrations. Right? We, we did the radar. We shot the camera, the front camera. We did the, yes. Uh, bumper sensor calibration, right? The angle measurement. I forget the terminology and people are probably going to azimuth. <laughs> think I don't know what I'm doing and I probably don't know what I'm doing. But anyways, uh, I get done with it and uh, I'm pulling it out of the bay and great, all the lights are off, cool. And I drive it and then the intuitive parking light comes on and the pre-collision, all the freaking lights. I'm like, dude, what the hell? What, why did all these lights turn on? And uh and then I scan it and I'm like, okay, whatever. It was the same thing, a steering angle. Okay, cool. So I do the steering angle adjustment or whatever procedure and that's great. And then I go throw it in reverse and uh, the uh, steering, or not steering, but the uh, park assist indicators are on or whatever. And I'm like, dude, what in the hell? And I'm over here clearing ROB, doing all these, like, I'm refreshing the health checks, right? Like, oh, I'm over here for more Toyota tech. think I should know this. Uh, <laughs> I'm messaging PJ. I'm like, hey, dude. I'm sitting in the car. I have the computer there. It's hot. Like, I'm over there like, god damn it. I can't get this damn car. I message PJ. I'm like, hey, dude. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Tell him what's going on. And, I'm, you know, I snap a couple pictures, send it to him. And he was like. I think you have to put it in reverse and turn the wheel. And I'm reading it and I'm like, son of a bitch. Yes. Yes. That's exactly what you do. I've done this. I have done this before and I do it. And then bloop, light turns off the steering, the reverse guidelines come back on the camera. And I'm like, Oh my God, I did 34 health checks. Cool. <laughs> Those take time, I did too. 34. I did. Yeah. I did 34. And I told like... PJ, I was like, I was like, don't say anything. And he was like, it's okay. It's safe with me. <laughs> so now, 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 now everybody listening to this knows. Yeah, <laughs> yep, exactly. So I had to throw that one out there though, just because you brought that up. It was a, yeah, I felt like an idiot. I was like, oh my God, I'm such a jackass. <laughs> but hey, it is what it is. Yeah, when, you hand, when you hand the keys back, I oh. don't know the difference. So. Yeah, yeah. I was. I walked in the office all confident. I'm like, yeah, man, everything's good to go. Yeah, tire. I even put air easy, in the tire. Easy. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh yeah, yeah. They're like, yeah, great. We'll call you for the next one. I'm like, yeah, cool. And in my head, I'm thinking like, if they only knew, I spent the last, I don't know, thirty, forty minutes dicking around trying to figure out why the stupid light wouldn't turn off. And well, yeah, go figure. Is there is there any for any jobs where you go and you've you've been through it so you know how to handle that situation and you get it done in like a couple minutes? Do you ever just kind of sit in the car for yeah. a while on your phone, like, <laughs> boy, I'm gonna charge I my full to. price for this? I got to make it look like I did something. <laughs> I used to, man. Now I don't. I just like, yep, it's done. They're like, that's it. And I'm like, yep, that's it. You're done. <laughs> Ford ABS modules are the best ones ever. I love those. Sure. Because I'm just like, I four scan, as built, plume, IVD learn, or whatever it is, VID learn, I can't remember the acronyms. Whatever, boom, 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 cool, lights off, code's gone. Take it for a quick spin around the block, make sure everything works. Okay, cool, cycle the ignition a couple times, no codes. All right, later. Uh, peace. <laughs> like in five minutes, dude, five, ten minutes, you're done. Yep. Like, I don't even use IDS for those. I'm just like, no, nah. especially when they're used modules. I'm like, man, as built. And there we go. Away mm -hmm. we go. Simple. Yeah. Force scan makes it easy. Yep. 
I've been using Forest Can a lot lately. I had a cluster. It's great. It's great. Yeah, the it's other great. day, it's great um, IDS wouldn't it. do it. And the shop had IDS actually. And that's why they called me because they're like, we can't program this cluster. And I tried and same thing, data error. And you went into as built of IDS and it had extra blocks that didn't exist in the as built on Ford's website. And I, I eventually went to Forescan, didn't exist in the module. Like it just had less blocks. So oh, Ford, wow. Forescan just pulled it and did it and it was good to go. And I was like, well, I'm glad I have this tool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, seriously, dude. Like it really, it's a, it's a lifesaver sometimes, man. I mean, yeah. yep. truly is. Yeah, the work but. workarounds are keys. Uh, like it just having that backup, that other tool that you can use, that other thing you can pull. Uh, it's uh, speak. Yeah, speaking of workarounds, I had a 2018 428i BMW. Okay. Uh, uh, shop called me, and it, long story short, someone tried doing something with keys. I don't know whether I don't know what he was trying to do. Oh yeah. But he bricked the he bricked the fem. Right, oh, the, and the fem for the obviously the listeners that don't know, that's the BCM essentially. Um, well, that also keeps the key data. So what? Uh, it was a no com. So the guy had given me the whole spiel over the phone. I said, "Look, man, you're looking at 500 bucks to start. That gets you 90 minutes of time. Every hour after that's 150 bucks an hour." Um, so yeah, what we ended up doing was uh, I took the fem out, uh, put it on the bench, use ACDP. ACDP has a restore function and all you do is compare the label that's on the FEM. It'll give you the software base file and on ACDP, there's a huge list and you just go and click, bloop, it fucking pulls the file from the internet, pushes it in via bench and I plugged it back. Yeah. Plugged it back into the car. I updated everything to the latest eye level with ISTA and we had a runner, man. And I look like a God to these guys because, well, the first thing I'd originally called and I told, they gave me the story and I said, look, man, after I gave my prices, the guy was, you know, I could tell, you know, the tone of voice, how he wasn't comfortable with it. And I told him, I said, look, man, you call the dealer, piece of advice, I'm going to tell you right now, don't tell them anything that you did. <laughs> I said, because if you tell them, they're probably not going to even accept the vehicle. They're going to tell you, no, sorry. Yeah. Or they're going to tell you, you need a FEM and you need two keys or whatever, however they're going to upsell it, which, you know, I, that can be easily a few grand. I mean, my charge wasn't cheap either, but um i mean it stayed there it stayed there in-house yeah 100 percent. yeah and they didn't have to replace a module i mean so but yeah so the point was is that the the workarounds having the workarounds to do some of these jobs is definitely key yeah um tools like acdp and yep oe tools are great and having the oe uh interface and whatnot is obviously 100 percent better but Again, then you're you can enable yourself to do dealer level stuff, but then also dealer level stuff can't do everything. You know, popular like yeah. or contrary to popular belief at most shops, like oh, you've got the factory tool, you can do it all. And it's like, well, no, what you're actually trying to do is borderline impossible. But I have this one tool that you know yeah. <laughs> that yeah. might make it happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a 2011 uh, Kia Sorento, and long story short is. Uh, the Smartro unit went out on it. Um, and my wife knows this lady, so that's the only reason why I even accepted the challenge. But with the help of Tommy, he uh, kind of gave me some run-through on how to enable it into the car. So 
the biggest hurdle for us was trying to find the module. I spent like four days looking for it. And I mean, when I say four days, you know, a couple of, couple of minutes here, maybe an hour there. But, you know, through the course of a week, I couldn't draw up anything. So then I told my wife one day, I said, hey, your job is to find this. I gave her the part number and the VIN, told her what it was. And yeah, man, she sat in the van while we were going around shop to shop. And it took her about four hours to find one. Damn. And I mean, I'm talking about four hours of solid searching the internet, calling people, verifying, you know, waiting on hold, doing that whole thing. Uh, she found one and I got it. And then, yeah, like I said, with the help of Tommy, we, uh, he walked me through how to get it going onto the car. And well, now the car's not a brick anymore because she had taken it to the dealer and the dealer said, yeah, you know, you the Smartro unit failed and it's no longer in production. So sorry, you're going to have to scrap your car. There's nothing we can do Jesus. because they told her, yeah, they told her that, well, we can't do a used Smartra here. And I guess she took it to a few other shops and they told her the same thing. So it was either scrap the car or we get it running. And it's still not running because there's other issues. <laughs> but uh, at least now it, it keys on and you're able to wake up the bus and communicate to everybody. And uh, yeah, it's just, it cranks now. It's just, it's just a cranks no start. So okay, I am, I'm actually waiting on her to get back to us to see what she wants to do, whether she's going to continue with us or um, luckily you know, in, we, in your, we part ways now. Yeah, luckily in your situation, she gave you all of what she had as far as invoices and everything first. So you can yeah, see, Hey, yeah, it had all nice. these codes before this car became a, yep paperweight <laughs> yeah then, i yeah uh, uh, and then hey look the site <laughs> code is there after the car is not a brick it's like okay yeah. there's something else going on besides your car sure you know, yeah i uh the smarter unit i do it and i i, I ring the chat and the car answers and i'm <laughs> like and the and guy, i'm like the guy i need our diag our diag guy right the guy that can find all the service info that we always need he comes in clutch he's like oh yeah He's like, yeah, you got to do this reset procedure after you replace that. And me and this guy, Antonio, right, Matchek, we're always like, dude, how the fuck do you find this information? <laughs> like, I'm looking at the same goddamn all data you are. Like, how the hell? He's like, oh, yeah, you're going to here, going to inspection. And and I'm like, I'm, I'm looking at my phone. Like, just like right now, I'm looking at my phone. I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me, man. Like, it, I'm like, shut up, man. There's no way. Like, whatever, dude, I'm, whatever. I'm, I'm, and it's stuck, funny, so we know, we run through I, it. I need to yeah. get out. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we ran through it real quick, and then uh, he was like, "All right, man." He's like, "Call it quits." He's like, "We'll, we'll gather yourself," and I was like, "All right," because he knows me pretty well. He knows when I get too frustrated to like think. He knows he's like, "Hey, man, just stop." I'm like, "All right, dude." So then I I'm on my way home, and I'm thinking about it, and I'm reading that invoice from the dealer. Right, I snapped a picture of it, and I see the code that we were chasing, and I was like. Dude, yeah. come on, man. Oh, yeah. like, come on, Don. Like, you're better than this, dude. Like, I wasted time dicking around with something that was already there before that sure. I didn't even need to. Because I started questioning, like, well, is it my process? Yep. Did I do this yep. wrong? Yep. Like, exactly. It's always those, like, oh, yeah. I've, I've been there so often where yeah. it's like, did I cause this? And then... Yep. I, then I believe that I know I caused this. I'm pretty sure I caused this. And so I'm doing all this <laughs> testing and then I come to find out, Oh no, this is another problem. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I had one of those with the shop called me for, they diagnosed the steering lock on a Mercedes. Uh, so they, they supplied a steering lock. They took it out and everything. They gave it to me. And I brought it back to them the next day, plugged it in. I tested it on the bench and I took a video showing them, Hey, he goes in lock works, you know, everything's good put it in the car and the car doesn't even crank. 
doesn't do anything. So I'm like, I tried to explain to him, like, hey, man, you got a, there's a car problem here. And I showed him all the proof on the scan tool, drive authorization, everything was there. He wasn't having any of it. Anyways, he walked away. And then I'm just like, you know, I was waiting to get paid. So I just took five minutes. I popped the fuse panel, just kind of looking for obvious things. And I could see someone had been in there and I saw a missing fuse. I was like, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I waited for him to come back. I said, hey, look. This fuse is missing. I haven't touched anything. I just put the fuse back and yeah, sure enough, it started. <laughs> this is like, I need to get paid here. And he, he was cool with it. He paid me. It was just like, <laughs> probably never needed a steering lock. I don't know. Probably never needed a steering lock because it was an hey. option car. And you know how those go. Sure. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Yes, he felt probably. I refuse bad. to look at them now, honestly. When I hear an option car, I'm like, look, man, it's this much, no guarantee to start if we continue it's x amount of money per hour and yeah we it, can spend it, thousands of dollars here i just don't know we just don't know it, until you get in it isn't it nuts how auction cars are all the same like what is it no one wants to do them because they yeah. suck they yeah they either like arrive at the auction in terrible condition and then people running the lot and i'll pull this fuse and yeah. you know i'll weasel like two grand out of this car yeah. Oh no, that gets... that happens all the time. They're they oh, come yeah. they're just missing fuses. Yeah. I had a I had a BMW X1. They're like, yeah, it's an all keys lost. And I tell them like, hey man, you know, I don't I can't leash you. And I don't know if you can buy the key code from BMW to get the blade. I don't know. I tell them I, and I told them I said I don't know, man. You you're gonna have to figure that part out. Yeah. I was like, but is the car unlocked? He's like, yeah, yeah, it's unlocked. He's like, it, it just missing the key. I just got it from the auction. All right. So I, I he agrees to my price. I show up. And um, and this guy runs a shop, but he has like a small car dealer. It's it's weird. It's a weird scenario. I mean, very weird. Anyways, so I show up and I pull the fam out and I you know do my whole thing and I program the key and everything's great. And then I go to start it and it doesn't start and I'm like, Fuck. all right, well dead battery or weak battery. Okay, cool. Jumper cable, jump pack, and and then it's and all I hear is clunk. Well, the starter's like engaging and I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what the hell? And then I actually like really pay attention to like underneath the hood and I'm looking at it and I can see like the coils are disconnected. I'm like, oh God. <laughs> so then I go ask one of the techs. I didn't have a, a this is before I carried my half inch stuff. And this is another reason why I carried it. I'm like, hey bro, can I borrow a ratchet and some sockets? And he's like, yeah. And he gives me a couple socks. I go out there. Freaking engines locked, and I'm like, man, that's why you don't have no damn key. The damn engines locked. Yeah, want to sell it. Yeah, <laughs> sell it knowing the engines locked. Come on, sure. Yeah, again, days. auction car though. Auction like, car. Yep. But I, of course, it was one of those things. Like I questioned myself again because I was like, it's not starting. Mm-hmm. I just did the key. I just pulled the fan out. Like, oh, there's the something I did. Uh, and then when I heard the, when I had enough battery juice in it to actually get to, you know, go give me a good thunk, I heard it and I was like, okay. I was like, two things here. That thing's locked up or the starter's jacked. One of the two. But. Do you ever have a vehicle or situation where you're like fairly confident that it's not going to work like maybe you're doing something that you haven't tried before or like a oh, shop's yeah. trying to use a used module out of something different and you're like i'm pretty sure this isn't gonna work and then it does i had one of those the other day <laughs> i had a caravan uh, it was a 14 caravan they put 
a 19.36 in it and had a 16 PCM and then they changed the harness too. And I'm like, I was like, no, it's, what? it's not going to work. It's not going to work. And I was there for something else. I was there for a Toyota PCM. And uh, I was like, oh, I'll hook up to it and I'll see. So I dinked around, dinked around with the Autel. I got it to do, not easily, but I got it to do the PCM replace function. And the the wind module did the thing, secret key, all this. The thing freaking fired up and started. I was like, I was flabbergasted. I was like, there's no way this is going to work. There's absolutely no way. Because they changed the crank thing, the, the, the tone wheel, between 14 and 19. Um, but then they're like, the junkyard told them if you use this PCM, it'll work. And well, they were right. What? I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, there's no way. <laughs> wow. So this is a 19. The engine Stop. was a 19. The And the PCM the, was a 16? And the van was a 14. <laughs> oh, 14. I'm sorry. I'm off like that. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. So I get, I mean. I guess I'm putting a 19 engine in my chair, man. <laughs> yeah, no blow. kidding. That That's very odd. The hardware <laughs> for the PCM was completely different. Although the hardware for the PCM matches 16 through 19 for the caravan. but So it's just a calibration. Yeah, and difference. Right. Interesting. But that the wind module was satisfied need, with need, it. Yeah, cuz the that's very in, very interesting that that was okay with that. Yeah, that's yeah, what nine, I said. A nine, 19 engine from Secure Gateway vehicle, the 16 is not Secure Gateway. So No, oh so check I'm this sure. out. A 19 Caravan is not a yeah. Secure Gateway. Mm-hmm. We looked this oh. up. GPEC GPEC 2 I don't know, but we, I actually looked up the diagram, and a 19 Caravan does not have a secure, secure gateway module. Really? Wow. So they were they were just continuing it to end the line yeah. and then switch over to the Chrysler. Yep. Okay. Yep. So they, yep. I guess they just kept it all the same. They're like, we're not adding in anything to this thing. I think so, yeah. I think wow. I actually... that's wild, dude. I'm over here mind blown now. Like, yeah, no, I, I couldn't believe it either. Yeah, dude. If they would have told me that, I'd be like, "There's no fucking way." Yeah, and then some other told. guy would have came in, like, "Yeah, I'll give it a go." And then it works. And then, <laughs> yeah. yeah, then they would have thought, like, "Oh yeah, that guy doesn't know what the hell he's doing." <laughs> you know, like Jesus. Yeah. Sometimes you just that, gotta... that's, that's nuts, dude. That's that's nuts. Yep. I mean, we're we're all curious folk. That's also why we yeah. probably do what we do. So it's like there's always that little bit. It's like. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, come on. I'll do that. I'll be like, yeah, I want to give it a try just to see if it's possible. Yeah. I want to be the first one to do it. Right? Like, let me do it. Yep. <laughs> well, speaking of that, wanting to do it and try, uh, another dude. He just recently went mobile. Um, fella oh, had yeah, a like fella had a, a BMW G chassis. It was a five twenty five. 19 or 18 i can't this remember just started mobile at the yeah just of the year. yeah just started beginning mobile of the year there's a body shop <laughs> you already laughed because you already know this is gonna be funny so so it was a body shop uh blind spot was replaced right i forget left or right or what have you so he reaches out to me hey man you know da, 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 we're talking about it and i, I tell him i'm like look man i said we could try it with a remote expert i said you have a nautil right 909 or ultra or 919 he's like yeah i got one i was like all right cool man let's try it so we tried with iScan, uh, and I learned some. I learned a lot off of this car, um, and we code it, programmed and code the single module. Well, eye levels were off, right? So um, the other 
opposing blind spot didn't like what it the new blind spot had as far as revisions go <clears throat> excuse me and um so I tell him, hey man, you know, uh, let me let me get home and I'll get Ista fired up and we'll just do it with Ista. Mm-hmm. And this is this is over Re, right? So okay. I know, I'm sure I'm sure other people are ready to like, update oh, a car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we did the whole day in car, right? So, so we get to the head unit, right? We get to the oh. HU, and it fails. Okay, cool. And Ista will reattempt and try, and it it reattempts and tries, fails, reattempts and tries, fails. Okay. So then it fails and then it, it, it gets done programming and it just says, hey, we can't do the head unit and it populates another test plan to, it's called abort, uh, abort programming for the head unit, which is just a recovery reprogram. And I learned it that- saves, It saves the HU unit. The first thing on an eye level is the, the backup HU. Yeah, I should have mentioned that. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Glad you brought that up. Yeah, so it, it'll do yeah. that. It'll read the revision that's in the HU and the coding and then save it. Uh, save the data from it so uh yeah so then i'm like hey man well and this guy took the car to his house because he had the best internet there okay so he's got the car sitting in his driveway <laughs> he's got the car sitting in his yeah yeah i know he's got the car sitting in his driveway uh and you know we got latency like reduced stupid low like he's hardwired in i'm hardwired in, and all that jazz and uh so yeah we we began the you know, recovery attempt, uh, get to 47% on the, on the head unit fails, crashes. Okay, cool. Esther says, Nope, sorry, can't we run it again. Um, now this is about, I'm going to say three hours into the head unit recovery program. So we already had done the car earlier in the day. Now it's probably like nine o'clock at night now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's just like we're, we've been connected, bro. Yeah, we've been connected like four hours into it already. And anywho, man, it was three thirty in the morning, and we were still going at it. Jesus. We were connected for nine hours through <laughs> remote expert. And check this out. So it gets one of the events. It got to ninety six percent and failed. Ninety six percent, and it <sighs> failed on us. And I was so pissed. I was like, yeah. "Come on, man! Like, what the hell?" So yeah, anyways, we call it quits at 3.30 in the morning, and uh, uh, we had another another guy help us out, uh, very, very, very talented guy, he's a really smart dude, uh, he's bailed us, bailed me out of some jams when I needed it via remotely, um, yeah, you know, he, he gives it a go with ESIS, and uh, well, it ended up really breaking, Um <laughs> Ended up really, yeah. Ended up really breaking. Like it was no, like the bootloader was gone. Like it was, it was done. Hard break. No, yeah, it was hard break. And and truthfully, I, and I don't. It, and this is where it gets good. And it wasn't his fault, right? Uh, come to find out, so that he tells the body shop, "Hey, look, this is how BMWs get programmed." Blah blah blah. Body shop was a little upset, but they understood. Yeah. So they end up getting a used unit and. uh said guy uses ESIS and does the magic and boom, gets it working for the, gets it working in the car. Well, then it throws a code, right? And then the code it's internal fan fault, hardware failure. So the fan, the cooling fan on the radio failed. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm over here telling this dude, I'm like, bro, rip that thing apart, (laughs) rip apart the other one, swap the fans and plug it in and go get paid, bro. Like collect, like that's it. Yeah. And, uh, well, he ended up telling he he was a little gun shy about it, and I don't blame him. 
uh, it had warranty stickers on it, you know, void if removed and the bolts were painted. So I understand, you know, he, they didn't know what the body shop wanted to do. Well, the body shop said, no, we're going to send it to the dealer. So then they send it to the dealer. Then the dealer calls the body shop and says, hey, how did you guys get a used unit to work? Like, that's not possible. <laughs> right? right? It's not possible. So it goes back again to, you know, having, oh, we tools is great, but sometimes you need the aftermarket to get things oh, done. Man. So anyways, uh, once the dealer told the body shop, oh, yeah, these things fail all the time, blah, blah, blah. Uh, body shop was more than forgiving to, to the guy um, that we were trying to help. So it was definitely a learning lesson for everybody there. And uh, I bring it up because uh, what I'm getting at is don't do a G chassis remotely. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, or make sure you're there in person. And and another thing was um, the body shop had explained that to the customer, right? Like now that the car is at the dealer. Yeah. So the customer tells the body shop, oh, yeah, you know, it's been giving me issues. It, it, it would glitch intermittently <laughs> or the maps would stop working. So it was an actual hardware problem with the dang radio. Oh, and we probably would have been okay doing it remote. Like we probably would have yeah. we would have got through it. But come to find out this thing had issues, underlying issues to begin with. So uh, it was a learning lesson for, I think, everyone that was involved <laughs> doing things remotely. But um that's what I said like before we got going. I said, you know, a lot has happened in the six months. We've learned a lot. We've tried a lot of <laughs> sketchy things. Um, yeah. You forgot to mention that uh, you actually sent your hard drive. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I know this guy. And Icon. Yeah. Down to yeah. Him. I, I know him pretty well. So I uh, I mail him overnight my Icom and my ISTA setup. The switch box, the cables, everything. Like my okay. whole ISTA setup. Yeah. I just overnight. Yeah. Right. But in that car. transition... Yeah, and I tell him, I said, yeah, bro, we'll hook it up directly. Uh, you know, I'll team view in because he's not familiar with it. I'll team view in, and then we'll start the programming session, and we'll get the radio restored. And uh, well, between me mailing it and it getting there, you know, we were still trying to recover it, and well, it ended up just failing. The radio just gave up. Uh, so truthfully, man, it probably would have gave up even with ISTA and ICOM there. It was just something that we weren't going to get around. And yeah. We learned that lesson, but I'll tell you this much. I learned that lesson of like, okay, I'm not doing a G chassis full vehicle <laughs> <laughs> programming event. Or at least I, uh, can you unplug oh, the radio man. first or is then is everyone upset because they're not all at the same software level? I don't, I don't, well, I would think so. I would think, it's, I don't know. I, I think you'd probably have some code. I don't know. I mean, yeah. Justin Morgan would probably be the best person to ask for that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Justin Morgan, please in the comments <laughs> tell us whether that will. Yeah, no, that'd be cool. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, we gave it a go. We, we fucked around and found out real quick. Uh, <laughs> but hey, man, I mean, um, you know, either somebody that's, tells you that kind of stuff or you figure that kind of stuff out on your own. And well, yep. we figured it out on our own and we learned. <laughs> we learned, unfortunately. Uh, but luckily, you know, none of us really came out of pocket on anything hardly other than time and. You know, I, I ate a little bit of some shipping costs there, but all in the name of uh, science. Yeah. We, that, uh, we, that, we learned some things. Usually, yeah, That's usually yeah. what it's been for me, yeah. too, when I screw something up. It's it's more time, which yeah, okay, mm-hmm. equates to money, but I haven't had to make any big purchases for something yeah, I've screwed here. up or anything like that. I'm usually yeah. able yeah. to recover or make something work. Uh, but it's just my time that it ends up being. But then you learn something out of it, so uh, most of the time it's worth it. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say you you ran into one, didn't you? The Cummins. Yeah, PPM. I uh, I bricked. <laughs> that was a twenty one. 
I, I think it was, a, it was a very new comments that bricked while I was trying to update it because they had some deaf issues where they fixed everything, mm -hmm. but it wouldn't clear the, you know, the warning message. And there was an update, tried doing it, it bricked with YTech and like, oh crap, you know, it's like a $2,500 <laughs> module. So I took it home and was able to recover it on the bench luckily. But yeah, that's, that's, that's a like, Makes you makes you like oh shit what the hell and you see it crash and then it won't go again <laughs> like son of a bitch yeah. like do I cycle the yeah, key right Maybe. right yeah, is, it safe? <laughs> is, there, is there a bootloader in this thing will it still turn on when the yeah. keys on like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I will say those common one, Cummins controllers seem to be pretty resilient um, I had another one this summer that I thought I bricked that was because I was kind of messing around with it but it recovered so. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what, man. I, I've bricked a few modules uh, since our last meeting here, and some were my fault, I guess you could say. Some were sloppy, you know, not having a battery maintainer, whatever. Uh, I was able to recover some of those, but I even had one, man, straight up with I/O via OBD. It was an E92, cloned it on the bench, or I read it. I read it in the car, read the original, plugged in the new one, uh, connected to it, wrote the EEPROM, wrote the flash, go to disconnect. I disconnect. And nope, module crashed. Like it crashed in between the finish of the write and the disconnect. That's like, I don't know, something happened. Yes, yeah, something happened. And uh, actually, uh, yeah, I got it right here. It was a, uh, it's one of those that are like sonic welded, right? Backing. Oh, okay. So like I had a cut, I cut this thing with a die grinder. Cause I was like, I'm going to bring it back to life just to see. Like, oh, right. cutting yeah, I did a cutting wheel and that was hard. Uh, and yeah, I short the boot pins and did, you know, just like IO terminal says, and, uh, I couldn't get it to ever connect again. And I don't know, it's probably my connections, but, um, huh. it's kind of useless too at the same time. Cause I didn't read the shadow password. So oh. uh, I just, gave up on that one so that one's a a memory and this one i uh i looked up the part number and the part number the service model numbers were different from the original and the new one mm. well this is an updated module and i called the dealer verified numbers uh the shop provided a receipt showing that this was a new purchase and i was like okay so i i ate the cost of the module i mean sure. i uh i paid the shop <laughs> uh I paid the shop for it and I was like, Hey man, you know, my apologies. Uh, don't know what happened. I truly don't like it. Mm -hmm. was nothing. Like yeah. I, I have no explanation. Like it just crashed, dude. Yeah. It just died. That's Sorry. an odd time <laughs> for it to fail too. Uh, that's usually yeah, and now, it, flash. yeah. And you know, I was trying with HP tuners. I hopped in the van when it happened I took it off, hopped in the van. I tried with HP tuners to see like, let me just push something into this dang thing to get it to talk. And then, but nope, it, it's dead, man. It, bootloader is gone it won't even talk so mm. just happens name of the game you know just, yep Nothing's you just got to be ready yeah that's right so have documentation and process and explanation and yeah but it was really weird confidence in what you're really doing really weird so. to show up and be like yeah i can do that now that you show up and you're like hey <laughs> <laughs> the brand new module you just gave me is uh kaput <laughs> how much do i owe you do you check cash what do you want man <laughs> like it's it was so weird i'm not gonna lie dude I, I i left there and i was thinking like do i go home like how does this work like i don't understand <laughs> like, what, what are the rules here like i, I don't understand right. like, yeah. 
But hey, it is what it is, man. Live and learn it. Well, hey, has that shop I mean, called you again since? Yeah, actually, yeah. I just was there. What is today? Wednesday? Tuesday? I went. Uh, was it Friday? Friday, I was just there uh, for a diag for them, uh, and ended up being. It was a misfire. Of course, they did plugs and coils, injectors. Uh, still had a misfire. Yeah. Of course, we do a relative compression, yeah. and cil- cylinder one's got low compression. I'm like, yep. Yeah. It's engine mechanical. I was like, that's an AFM cylinder, too. So uh, I'd look at the top end just to, I'd pull the valve cover off and give her a peek just to see what you see. You might yeah. find something. I, I found that, though, like you screw something up, you make a bad call, whatever. And, like, as long as you've done everything else with that business, you know the proper way and you've been prompt and accurate and all that, you know, whatever, all the stuff that goes into doing this stuff, right. They'll, they'll end up calling you again. You know, it's like, well, I mean, at the, at the same time in any shop environment yeah, and at the same time too, man, it's like, who's really going to come and do it? You know I mean? Yeah. If that's the case, if there's other people around, okay, cool. But when they can't do it, who, what are they, who are they going to call? I mean, if you have, you know, obviously you can't show up and <laughs> with the reputation, Hey, I broke the module, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you, you know, you do a couple of jobs and you get them done and yeah, you might be the more expensive guy or whatever. You're, you're not there the same day or a couple of days or whatever. I mean, they're going to call. Yep. It, it's going to happen. Just when you make your mistakes, man, you just got to own up to it and exactly. handle it. Right. Exactly. You know? That's the just thing is, yeah. If you try to don't. weasel out of it, that's probably where you're not going to get that call back. Yeah, just don't. I, my thing is, yeah. I, I'm very blunt and direct when it comes to shops. Like, shops will call and like, yeah, well, we want this or like whatever. They schedule and I end up showing up and we get the initial confrontation go or consultation going there, and I get the keys. I'm very direct, man. I I specifically say like, okay, what is the what is the expectation here? I like, I'm gonna set this very clear. Like, I'm not. And I tell them like, I'm not trying to be rude. I just want to make sure that it's set up front that this is what you want. I'm going to provide you that. I want you guys to be happy when I leave here. I don't want, I don't want any kind of confusion. And I tell them just like that. And, and man, honestly, at first, when I first started doing that, it was kind of like, you know, I would kind of get a little, like, you could tell they'd get a little defensive or combative about it. Like they wanted to bow up, but I I learned how to approach that better. I would be like, Hey man, look, I just want to be very clear, set this straight. I want you to be happy. When I leave here, I want whatever you call me for. I want that to be fulfilled. So what do you want exactly? You know, and uh, doing that, man, it, it it helped me in my business big time mm-hmm. with my customer base. Cool, boys. Well, thanks for spending some uh, time with me this evening. I appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate it, dude. Yeah, glad you're yeah, feeling me too. better. <laughs> I'm not, uh, not going through puberty anymore, so... <laughs> No, I died. I died laughing. I died laughing when you said that video. Uh, that voice message. I died laughing. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Of course. Of course, was the week I had to talk the whole week and train in my employee. It couldn't have been the normal week when I'm in the van by myself. So. Yeah. <laughs> the way it goes. Yeah. Awesome. Oh. Well, we'll uh, we'll do it again. We should. Uh, yeah, keep these six sure. month update things. I like it. Yeah. I'm down. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> cool. Kind of, kind of see. We can go back and see where we were at. Yeah, yeah. I documented after a yeah. couple of years and see, uh, see where we started out, where we ended up. Yeah, kind of funny. Oh man. 
<laughs> I know. <laughs> if I could get the places I want to be, like, man, I'm really uh, what I'm who I'm real impressed with, and I mean it ain't no surprise, but man, Perkins operation, dude, that guy, fuck, man, yeah. unreal, unreal. Yeah, it's like crazy. he's goals, man. Seeing what he has, that that to me personally, man, that that's that's goals oh, to yeah. see where he's at. Like, dude, from rolling around in a pickup truck, from getting fired to, to where he's at now. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, that new that new that new massive shop he got, like, dude, that is that's nuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that that's cool to see that. But again, too, I know he's a very sharp fella. Oh, for knows sure. His stuff. So Yeah, yeah. But it's uh, it, it's good to see uh, you know, people like that. I mean, that, man, if if he if he can do it, man, I mean, I'm not taking nothing away from him, but if he can do it, it's one of those things that's an inspiration. It's like, dude, I can do it too. Like what's yeah, it makes it attainable. Man? I mean, yep. yeah, I mean, he's obviously taking the time to learn and do and apply and, and you know, educate himself to the level he's at. I mean, it's definitely doable. I mean, if one person can do it, obviously many others can do it too. Yep. Um, just different ways about going about it. Yes, sir. All right. That's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you to Don and Kyle for joining me once again, and maybe we'll do it again in six months and see where everybody's at once again. Also like to thank everybody for listening to the show and all the feedback I've been getting. Uh, Try to get back to everybody as I'm able, uh, but I definitely appreciate that. So with that all out of the way, let's get out there, start fixing the world one car at a time.